This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash be here now. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. Don't try to manipulate your emotions or pretend you feel something or try to make something up. It's not going to work because those things don't last. What lasts and what is always here and always will be here is the love that lives in our own being already. Welcome to the Krishnadas Pilgrim Heart Hour. In this podcast, Krishnadas shares his warm-hearted and down-to-earth path to the divine. If you are interested in supporting Krishna Das's podcast, please go to BeHereNowNetwork.com slash KD. Jaya Bhutarte Harani 
Jaya Sarvagate Devi Kalaratri Namostuke Madukaitab Vidravi Vidhatri Varade Shasura Niranashi Bhaktanam Sukadenam Upam Te Jayam Dehi Yashodehi Tushodehi Shumbhasya Shumbhasya Tumrakshasya chamadini Rupam dehi Chayam dehi Yasho dehi Yasho dehi Rupam dehi Chayam dehi Yasho dehi Temya Sarvadha Bhaktya Chandike Duritapahe Upandehi Chandehi Yashodehi Come, sweet, 
chayam dehi yasho dehi kisho dehi rupam dehi chayam dehi yasho dehi kisho dehi indrani pati sadbhava पूजिते परमेश्वरी रूपंदे चायंते ही यशोदे ही कृष्णोजे ही रूपंदे ही चायंते ही यशोदे ही Devi Prachanda Dhoradanda Daitya Darpa Vinashini Rupandehi Chayandehi Yashodehi Kishodehi Rupandehi Chayandehi Yashodehi I want to 
gonna feel what love is No, you can't show me Feel what love is. No, you can't show me.
Maharaji said, my guru Nim Karoli Baba, he used to say, um, first of all, he used to say, from repeating these names, from going on repeating these names, everything is accomplished. Everything is brought to fullness and completion. That's a pretty big statement. And another thing he used to say, he said, go on repeating, doing this practice, just go on. Even if you don't have, you feel like you don't have any real devotion, any real feeling, you're, you're tired, you're angry, you're sad, you're busy, you're distracted. He said, go on doing it. Because the, the practice itself will purify your thoughts, purify the mind and the heart. And then the real call will come from us. The real call for love, for truth, for being will emerge from our hearts, burst out from our hearts. And then we'll be free. So at the same time that the practice has to be done, one doesn't have to make anything happen. One just has to do the practice and give as much of ourselves as we can to the moment. Don't try to manipulate your emotions or pretend you feel something or try to make something up. It's not going to work because those things don't last. What lasts and what is always here and always will be here is the love that lives in our own being already, which is our soul, which is the divine spark, which is who we really are. So what we're doing is we're uncovering that in a way. And when sometimes emotions arise, great, go with it, fine. But don't try to make it happen. It's not the best way to do this. Okay. Some questions, huh? I'd like to learn Hanuman Chalisa, but it feels daunting. Any advice? Yeah. Um, first of all, you don't have to memorize it. It's not a test. Let me get this off of my leg here. It, it's, not a, it's not an endurance test. It's not a test of your intelligence or your... There's nothing. It's a prayer. You can read it. And you can read it in English, too. You don't have to learn it in Hindi necessarily, although there's a mantric quality to it in Hindi, in, in Hindi uh, that, doesn't, that is not in the English way of saying it. But, um, but so I, made a, I, made a, a, I wrote a book called The Flow of Grace about chanting the Hanuman Chalisa. And... And uh, in that book, or with that book, or even separate from that book, there's two CDs. One is a few different versions of the Chalisa, and the second CD is at, 
very slowly, phrase by phrase, word by word, I think even, the pronunciation according to New York Hindi. Uh, and so you can get that, and that will really help you begin to learn it. But once again, don't think you have to memorize it. It's not a test. And then you should also read the English and understand a little bit, have some awareness of what it is you're singing. You don't have to know what every word means, but at the very least, you understand you're singing to Hanuman, and you're, uh, uh, who is Maharaji also. Maharaji and Hanuman are one. And you're trying to connect with that. You're offering these phrases and you're offering the prayer. And there's a connection that you're uh, working on, that you're developing. Did I know that Pamela, I forget, I think you have the wrong name here, but on her TV series, Better Things, had your chant and picture. I didn't know about the picture, but Monday night, yeah, I heard, I heard that it was on there. I didn't know when it was on there. Better Things, go watch it, everybody. Uh, am I a pet person? Uh, I don't have any pets. My mind is enough for me to handle on a daily basis. But I have had pets, and I had mostly dogs. I had cats, too. Uh, Maharaji never spoke about animals or pets different than any... He spoke about any other beings, no. But... Uh, they say that many times people who were close to us in previous lives will re take rebirth as a, dogs or animals that, so they can be close to us again, even if they couldn't make it as a human being again at this temporarily. So, but, uh, you know, a soul is a soul is a soul. So. What does an alcoholic do when he wants to follow the spiritual path, but the withdrawals interfere fiercely? Well, it seems like you think that the spiritual path is something else than your life. Somewhere else. Something other. No. Getting free of addiction and working with the addictions that we do have is definitely part of the spiritual path. Because the spiritual path just means finding out who you are. And those addictions, those behaviors that are so destructive and so disturbing and so dangerous to our life, uh, working with that is spiritual work. Because until you have some ability to uh, we have to develop the ability to f stop hurting ourselves. Let's put it that way. Because we have the soul. And if we all we're doing, if we're just hurting ourselves and engaging in all this addictive, dangerous behavior, destructive behavior, 
it's like we're beating ourselves up. So this program that's running, this self-hatred program that's causing this behavior, uh, it is spiritual work to try to free yourself from that. For whatever reason, you came into this life and you were programmed in this way and you have this situation to deal with. That is your spiritual work. There's no spiritual work out there somewhere else. So do whatever you can, engage with, with whatever different types of counseling and therapy and work that you can find to help you free yourself from the addiction because the addiction is just like shoveling dirt on your grave or digging the grave, waiting for you to fall into it. So try to find out why, where that came from. Uh, my mother was an alcoholic. My father had his issues, but he wasn't really an alcoholic. But I had my issues. I was strung out on, on freebase cocaine, which is a pure form of crack. It's even more powerful than crack, as powerful as crack is. This was even, and it was more expensive to make. So, you know, for almost two years, and I was saved from that by my guru. And so you get in there, get involved in saving yourself. Care enough, find out why you don't care enough about yourself to, to work on this. And once you start working on it, then begin to try to find a little kindness towards yourself. It's not easy. Believe me, I know it's not easy. But there's no spiritual work somewhere else. This is what you have now. So do the best you can. <laughs> Does listening to the Hanuman Chalisa have as powerful effect as chanting it? or partially chanting, singing for a long time, long periods is challenging. Yeah, I, of course. You don't have to, you can sing it mentally. You don't have to sing it out loud. When we sing it out loud, it helps us pay attention. It's harder to, to pay attention mentally, only mentally, because thought is very wispy blows around really quickly. But when you're singing out loud and breathing and making noise and hearing it with your ears, all that helps you pay attention. So, like I said, and you can read it also. Reading helps you pay attention as well. Whatever you can do to keep your mind and heart engaged in the practice is good. It, you don't have to sing it. Yeah, singing for three, four, five hours is, is hard, of course. It's not required. It's not an endurance test. You're not out to prove that you can do this. You're talking to God. You're singing to, to love. So. <laughs> Somebody's asking if I still suffer a lot. When I suffer... I suffer a lot. 
I don't give myself such a hard, as hard a time as I used to uh, during my daily life. I'm a little bit more uh, relaxed about my own issues than I, than I used to be. Um, but suffering, being aware of pain is an interesting thing because you become more aware of others' pains and others' suffering, and that also hurts. And you realize that you try to do practice and, and, and find, uh, get free of suffering, and it includes other people. So it just changes the uh, locus of the suffering. It's not right here necessarily. It's, it's bigger. It includes more people. But, but I'm less hard on myself than I used to be, for sure. What does it mean when other spiritual people start attacking me? It means that those are not spiritual people. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Come on. In what people do in the name of so-called spirituality, God, is horrific. Everybody thinks they know everything. And I remember when I was young and knew everything. I was an asshole. And uh, I'm still an asshole some small percentage of the time. Some smaller percentage of the time. I hope. What you do when other people attack you, that's what's really interesting. What do you do? Do you get defensive? Do you get angry? Do you try to prove something to those people? No, just see that they're completely fucked up and they're, they've got no love. They've got no humility, possibly. And they're on your case for some reason that probably doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with their ideas of you and stuff like that. So try not to get caught in that. It's very hard not to. That's why one of the fruits of practice is that you begin to see the stuff that other people uh, present to you. You know, one time this farmer whose only son became a monk came to see the Buddha, and he was like yelling at the Buddha. You know, what are you... And the, he was upset that his son left the farm to become a monk, and Buddha says to him, old man, can I ask you a question? Yeah. He said, if you bring a gift to me, and I don't accept it, where does the gift stay? Well, it stays with me. Just so, old man. I don't accept the gift of your anger. And it stays with you and destroys you. He didn't say that, but the gift stays there. And that anger and emotion creates suffering for that person. So these people who are so-called attacking you, it stays with them if you don't take it.
Somebody's asked if I use Rudraksh. Rudraksh seeds. I have some somewhere. Are usually used for the worship of Shiva. Um, and I, I, I already have a mala, so I don't, I don't use the Rudraksh beads. So, I mean, one time I was at the Mela uh, in Allahabad, in the Sangam, at the Sangam in 1972. And I was uh, <clears throat> 73, early 73. And um, I was wearing my red dress. <laughs> Maharaji had me wear these long red shirts, kind of Ulfi's gown. And I had my Tulsi beads, which are, Tulsi is usually used to worship Vishnu, Krishna, Rama. And red, but a red gown like that is usually identified with the uh, worshippers of the goddess, tantric worshippers, worshippers of the goddess. So this sadhu saw me walking, and he saw my beads and the red thing, and he walks up to me, and he was like, in my face, he said, why are you wearing Tulsi with the red? And, Who's your guru? And I said, Neem Karoli Baba. I said, my guru told me to do this. Who's your guru? Neem Karoli Baba. Oh, okay. Very good. Okay. And he ran away. <laughs> Is Hanuman like the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I think so. You know, in the Greek translation of the Gospels, which was long before the King James English versions, etc., the Greek translations from the original Aramaic were done around 100 years after Jesus died. Uh, the word for sp Holy Spirit was not spirit, it was holy breath. The word in Greek is holy breath. And Maharaji always said that Hanuman is the breath of Ram. And so I think we're talking about the same thing. What people call the Holy Spirit, which connects us to the Father. Talk about how to open the heart again after heartbreak. Any suggestions on letting go and surrendering? Uh, you know, this world is nothing but heartbreak, ultimately. Everybody we've ever seen or been in contact with or loved or even hated is going to die. Nothing lasts in this world. Relationships between human beings are so often based on neurotic need. And it's so often, you know, you give me this and I'll give you that. You look at me that way, I'll look at you that way. 
it's a, like Mr. Tuar used to tell me, it's like a business deal. You get and you take, giving and taking, giving and taking. When we first get into a relationship, we're filled with energy, let's say. And we're both into it. Ah, oh, there's so much energy, just to use a, a neutral word. But that energy, you know, goes through changes. It changes, it dissipates, it comes and goes. And then somebody finds that energy somewhere else and leaves our energy all alone. This is what happens. That's the way it is. It's not news. We don't like it. But it's not news. Everybody has their heart broken. It's, it's, it's the dues we pay to be born in this world. That's part of the show. So give yourself a break. Let yourself, let your heart bleed for a while and just get on with it. This too will pass. Just like everything else. Someone wants to know if it's real that Maharaji, that they can develop a relationship with Maharaji even though they never met him. It's much more real than we even know. It's more real than we could possibly imagine. It's more real than we think we are, than what we think we are. He's real. He's awake. He's here. We're not. Can I be any more clear? We're not here. We're trying. We're doing our best. We're sleepwalking. We're chanting in our sleep, trying to wake ourselves up. He's awake. The great saints are awake. They're always here. But we don't know how to look, where to look, how to call out, how to connect, how to open. It's what we're working on. That's what the spiritual path is about. So, of course, it's possible to have a relationship with all these beings. Because they've always been here. And if we even know about them, that's also part of our karmic arrangement in this life. Most people never hear about a real saint in their whole life. So, if we have heard about this, then, then we've heard about it then it's in our lives already. But because we're just so up in here and the thoughts come and go and we're so distracted and so flittery and fluttery and, and all over the place, we don't know how to land. We can't maintain and deepen our connection. So we have to, that's what we have to do. And we do that through, through these practices that we all know about. Chanting, meditation, prayer, opening the heart, taking care of people, thinking about others more than ourselves.
Somebody's asking, what's the significance of 108? For instance, there's 108 beads in the mala. I don't know. Somebody knows, not me. How did Tuesday become Hanuman's day? I don't know. <laughs> Please speak to dealing with releasing friends and family and letting go of attachments. Well, you know, friends are friends, family is family. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with uh, being involved and uh, interacting with them. <clears throat> And attachment is, uh, you know, one thing Maharaji said, which is always kind of shocking to me, he said, attachment and the, the uh, freedom from attachment, attachment and freedom for attachment are both God's will. How do you like that? I don't know. That's what he said. So, what are you talking about? What is this free, what, are the, what attachments are you, do you want to give up and why? You know, just connect to a deeper part of yourself. Do some practice. Don't try to give up attachment. You know, like Ramana Maharshi said, and I repeat this all the time, Trying to, asking the mind or the ego to, to transcend or kill the mind or the ego or attachment, identification with that, is like asking the thief to be the policeman. There will be a lot of investigation, but no arrest will ever be made. You will never be able to give up attachment when you try to work with it that way. You try to push it away, it sticks with you. You try to throw it away, it sticks with you. You try to hold on to it, it disappears. Work on opening the heart, quieting the mind. Connecting to a deeper place, a calmer place, a deeper place within you. Think about others. Do what you can to help others. What you can, not what you can't. It's not our job to cure other people. It's not our job to relieve suffering, but to serve others the best we can is all we can do. Don't worry about attachment. It's too big an issue for our little brains. Once the heart opens, the attachments will disappear because they're based on the delusion that you are who you think you are. And I am who I think I am. That is not the case. That's only an apparent reality. Or at least a limited, relative, conventional reality. <clears throat>
We all have a lot of trauma in our own pasts, some more than others, some a lot more than others. Uh, If we don't see it, it just keeps on pushing us around and destroying our chances of being happy and at ease in the world. So one way or another, one has to find a way to release that energy, that trauma, traumatic energy. Spiritual practice helps, definitely helps, because that opens up the channels and brings energy into the different channels in the body. And that's where the trauma is held energetically, in these subtle channels. Or so they say. That's something I don't know personally, but that's what I've heard. And so when we do these practices, repeat the name and sing the Hanuman Chalisa, we can loosen up some of that energy up to the point where maybe we can start to recognize it and maybe we can start to release it. We might need more help. We might need counseling. We might need therapy. We might need a lot of help. But I really think that spiritual practice can uh, help create the situation where we might be able to let go of some of that stuff. But you certainly can't hide from it. We can't hide from it. it. It's coloring everything right now. It's coloring the way we see the world, the way we see other people, the way we see ourselves. So there's nowhere to go where it won't be. So we must find a way to release and let go of it. But it's not so easy. It's a lifetime's work. So that's good. Let's do our work. That's what we're doing. Is it possible to get darshan of Hanuman in this world? Um, the answer is yes. But what they, what, what they say is that in this age, Hanuman is not going to show up looking like Hanuman. He might show up like an old guy in the street or a beggar or something else. And you won't know it's Hanuman unless he wants you to know. (laughs) Um, I think Siddhima said that actually. She said, you won't see Hanuman like, like in that form. And, and Maharaj used to say, can you see God with your physical eyes? And no, you have to develop a different type of vision. What's sometimes called a third, the third eye, which just simply means uh, the ability to see a different realm beyond the physical plane. Actually see it, experience it. So that can happen, but whether we see one of these beings or not, we don't know what it'll look like. Uh, 
So, but a devotee, once again, a devotee wants to serve, wants to love and wants to serve. The devotee doesn't think about what they're going to get. So, you serve Hanuman, you serve Rama, you serve Maharaji, you serve your guru, you serve humanity, and you'll be happy. And what happens when you're happy? Anything could happen. We'll see. Let's get there first. But it's not about what you can get and what experiences you're going to get. That's not, that's not what a devotee, how a devotee sees the world or a disciple sees the world. They want to serve the guru. They want to serve the love. They want to serve other beings who are a part of themselves and who are a part of the, the soul of the universe. And we're not looking to, to, a, to, to hold on to our experiences and what do I want, what's, how do I feel? Because that's just more egoistic. How do I feel today? How do I feel today? I want that. I want this. I want that. You do? Well, get over it. You have to give up all the things you want to find out who you really are. Because those wantings are not what you really want. That's just a story you're telling yourself. So, surrender and allow the universe to provide what you need as, as is best for you. Because the universe knows better than us. <clears throat> and the sooner we get with the program, the happier we are. And the better we feel. In the Ramacharit Manas, the Tulsidas Ramayan, the key to this path, very simple, it says, Rama hi keval prema piyara. Rama hi keval prema piyara. Rama loves only love. Only love is dear to Rama. Ram, God, our true self, only responds to love. You can't buy it. You can't manipulate it. You can't rent it. You can't own it. Love is the only way of connecting with that deeper reality. Ram loves only love. Rama keva prema piyara.
थे Oh, I'm gonna make 
साधु संत के तुम्हारे असुर निकंडन राम दुलारे अष्ट सिद्धि नौनिधि के दाता सवर दीन चान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हारे पास सदार हो रघुपति के दास तुम्हारे भजन राम को पावे जन्म जन्म के दुख अंतकाल भुवर पूजाई देवता चितन दरईमत से संकट कटे मिथे सब फेरा जो सुमेरे जे जे हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव जो सतबार पाठ कर हनुमान चले सिद्धि साखी तुलसीदास सदा हरिचेरा की जे नाथ दया महादेवन तय संकट हरण मंगल मूर्ति रूप सियालकन सीता सहित हृदय बस सुरभूप सियावर राम छे मंगलमूर्ति मारुतनंदन सकल मंगलमूर्ति मारुतनंदन सकल
सीताराम सीताराम जय जय सीताराम 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 जय जय सीताराम 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 जय जय सीताराम सीताराम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की श्री राम जय राम जय जय राम राम जय राम जय जय राम श्री 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 राम जय राम जय जय If we know anything about a path at all, if we know there might be a way to live in this world in a good way, with an open heart and without fear, 
even in the midst of everything that's going on. If we know that it's only because of the great beings that have gone before us, out of their love, out of their compassion and kindness, they left some footprints for us to follow. So, in the same way that they wish for us, in the same way that they wish for us, we wish that all beings everywhere, all of us be safe, that all of us be happy, that all of us have good health and enough to eat. And may we live in peace. And that ease of heart, that ease of heart with whatever comes to us in life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash be here now.